Greetings and salutations, happy and blessed people. I am Doriel Davis, and welcome, welcome to Say It Louder, the podcast, episode one. I am very happy and also very scared to be hosting this podcast. Um, I am learning that some things you just need to do and some things you just need to step out on faith and do. So here we have it. Um, the many facets of me consist of being an award-winning educator, an actor, a singer, a writer, a dreamer, a motivator, and an inspirer. I'm glad that you stopped by this class, my class, to be schooled, and it is my hope that you will continue to come back to learn, to grow, and to prosper. Now, about this podcast, Say It Louder serves as a platform to uplift, to educate, and to entertain. This is the place where it gets real where we assemble to become more whole on this quest for betterment and wokeness, interwokeness, which is wokeness with our environment, other people and institutions, and intrawokeness, which is wokeness in ourselves. Those are two phrases that I coined. <laughs> um, this is where we uncover the mysteries and Address the miseducation, the struggles, the profoundness of life, and everything that exists within those elements. I'm on this journey, so why not take it together? Because I like variation, the podcast will feature multiple formats. Interview, solo, and narrative storytelling for about 30 minutes to 50 minutes weekly. This podcast will focus on things I believe we need to discuss. Addressing trauma, mental and emotional health, spirituality, race, justice, injustice, as well as the things that I love, education, entertainment, which consists of music, movies, books, and the way those art forms relate to the human experience, words of wisdom and guidance by our black influencers, past and present, as well as motivational topics, and I'll throw a few tips in there as well. Sometimes it may just be something I feel. Why? Because I'm an empath and I own that 100%. I'm a Cancerian male and my emotions, I've learned, are my strength and they're not a weakness. I'm basically giving you pieces of me and some ways to make it through. Some ways that I make it through. Every week I'm going to give you my discoveries. That's information about black facts, a new musical artist, a television series, or an episode, a film, a book, or experience that resonates with me that you might enjoy. I sometimes get these experiences when I'm driving and get these epiphanies when I'm driving. So if it's strong enough, I feel like it's strong enough, then I'll share it with you. Then we will have what I call the awakening. Yes, I said the awakening. This is when you will become aware of, you know, the things and topics I think that, you know, you need to know about or that we need to discuss. This information will come from myself or could come from expert guests. And some of those expert guests will consist of my friends. When I tell you, I have friends who are absolutely the bomb. They are bosses. They are you know, very profound in their particular areas of expertise. And so I want to share them with you, but also share their expertise with you. Finally, we will have what I call the motivational moment. 
where I will leave you with a word given with the intention to give you some will, some perseverance, and some moxie to go a little bit further as you battle the toils and snarls of life. Yes, I'm a church boy. <laughs> Grew up in it. It's something that's just in me. So, yes, you will most definitely hear some church jargon and references as well as some old country grammar because I'm a country boy. Some idioms and colloquialisms that are good for the soul and may come out of <laughs> may come out from time to time. Are you serious? That really happened? It's not enough to be awake. It's the awakening. For decades, African-American students have performed lower than their Caucasian peers. In fact, many other races such as Latino, American Indian, and Southeast Asian groups have fallen to this plight. Critical race theory, which gives a perspective to the question, why are our children failing academically and are ill-prepared in comparison to their Caucasian peers? The topic for this episode focuses on racial inequities in schools. Now, I'm going to do my absolute best to be concise with this because education is, like I said earlier, one of my passions, especially after having been an educator for about 15 years. So whether it is academic resources, access to higher level courses such as honors, advanced placement or gifted classes, career and college readiness, graduation rate, or higher education enrollment to name a few, children of color, especially black children, fall near or at the bottom. One of the few things they rank in top tier, being 3.8% more likely to spend time outside of the classroom due to suspension or expulsion or some other disciplinary action. The perspective that critical race theory gives is that racism is socially constructed and culturally invented that is used to oppress and exploit people of color. This we know. We've experienced this as people, as a people, since the first slaves were brought to this country in 1619. They scratched and suffered through slavery, through Brown versus Board of Education, and now our children still experience the effects of separate but equal, but with a Botox facelift. This disparity is evident early in childhood and persists through K-12 education. Dr. Sean Nicholson Crotty at Indiana University and colleagues found black students were 54% likely than white students to be recommended for gifted education programs. After adjusting factors such as students' standardized test scores, but black students were three times more likely to be referred for the program if their teacher was black rather than white. This very well might be reflective of the expectations that teachers have for their students, especially students of color. The other side of the coin is the act of withholding the constructive criticism black kids need in order to become better. White instructors might go easy on their black students in order to avoid appearing racist. And they may have this, they have things so hard, or they simply can't do it mindset, which ultimately sends a glaring message of low expectations and further cripples students of color. Here's what has to happen. All teachers and all educators need to uphold the banner of high expectations for themselves, for their colleagues, their students, and even their students' parents through equity by giving what the students need to be successful. What's needed is the type of teaching and support that will push the students forward. 
Also, I read an article that all teachers, but especially white teachers, have to be rebellious as abolitionists. I know that went over your head, so I'm going to say that again. Teachers, but especially white teachers, have to be rebellious as abolitionists by calling out and standing up against the inequities that are present in our school systems across this country. They must engage parents and be the lifeline when the case calls for it. And parents, as tired as they may be, because we know that parents are dealing with a lot, they must be about their children's business by being all in their children's business and holding teachers and schools accountable regarding communication. So it has to be a two-way street. Teachers and educators have to hold parents accountable, just like parents have to hold teachers and educators accountable, but both populations need to hold students accountable to upholding those high expectations and reaching them. I want to thank you for joining me in Say It Loud of the podcast. I thank you for joining me on this journey. I want you to please follow me on social media at Southern underscore gentleman 14 on Instagram and Dr. F.D. Davis on Twitter. So again, that's Southern, S-O-U-T-H-E-R-N underscore gentleman, G-E-N-T-L-E-M-A-N, the number 14. And on Twitter, D-R-F-D-D-A-V-I-S. That's Dr. F.D. Davis. The motivational moment. For today's motivational moment, I want you to know that no matter the obstacle, whether word, deed, or person, you are strong enough to withstand it. Go through the fire with your head held high and you'll find yourself on the other side of the flame having come out, as the Clark sister said, as pure gold. Tune into the next episode where I will be discussing the second part of racial inequities in schools, but this time focusing on school personnel. Until next time, I'm Doriel Davis for Say It Louder, the podcast. Be blessed and be the best.